0: Hello, and welcome to show number 2340 of Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. Welcome to Eurofly Training. Speech mode talk. Training dialog. Trainings combo box Cessna C-152 Czech Republic Kunta C-Z-0086 collapsed. Dashboard window. Computer on. 951L. Strobe lights on. Cabin lights on. Taxi lights on.
1: Well, we're just about ready to take off. And for any of you who would like to enjoy the experience of trying to fly a plane, this is the show for you. We'll be talking with Lucas Hasnadel about the
0: Eurofly Flight Simulation Program, which is fully accessible and provides a detailed flight simulation experience that enables you to fly your choice of aircraft from and to any destination with detailed real time feedback and control. But first, for our tip of the week, this week's tip comes from Lucas Hasnadel.
2: For my tip of the week, since we have been uh, talking about about a game, I would dare to recommend another uh, audio game. This one is much less complex because it's not supposed to be a real simulator, but it's uh, supposed to be just uh, for fun. It's a mainstream uh, video game. I believe most of you have at least heard the name uh, before because it's called Mortal Kombat. It's a famous mainstream fighting video game, like one-on-one when, where you pick uh, a character and your only job is to like beat your opponent to <laughs> to submission or to death. Uh, it sounds uh, maybe kind of primitive, but again, it can also take a bit of uh, time and patience to really master the moves, the movesets, and the skill set of your character. So, the Mortal Kombat has been around for more than 30 years, but on the 19th of September, there is a new installment in the series called Mortal Kombat 1 coming out because it will be a reboot of the series. And that one will have a uh, complete uh, accessibility support built in for people with uh, who are blind or visually impaired, low vision. So uh, the game will be coming out for the PC as well as for the PlayStation 5, uh, and uh, Microsoft Xbox uh, gaming consoles. So if there are any gamers among the listeners who would like to give it a try and maybe have not heard of this before, uh, mark uh, the 19th of September in your calendars if uh, if a fighting game is uh, your kind of thing.
0: Well, you know, it is so nice when mainstream products come out accessible to people who otherwise couldn't use them, whether it's a game or anything else.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Support for Eyes on Success is provided by Clusive, an e-learning platform built for the blind community to learn technology, occupational, and career skills to help you reach your employment goals. More information is at www.clusive.io. That's www.clusiv.io.
1: You are listening to
0: Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Lucas.
2: My name is uh, Lukas Hostnědl, but you can call me just Lukas. <laughs> I come from Prague, which is the capital of the Czech Republic. Uh, I was I was born totally blind, and I've always been interested since I was a little uh, kid in playing video games, or rather, watching my sighted brother play video games. I've always been interested in, in games all my all my life. Yeah, I also uh, love to play the guitar, by the way, and uh, read a lot. I have. Uh, to, like, uh, attempts at books in, in, in the works, but A, they're nowhere near finished, and B, they're only in check so far, so who, who knows if they're ever going to, like, be translated or actually come out. Uh, that's a matter of years to see. And uh, my, my main job, my main interest is uh, accessibility uh, consulting, which I actually do for a, for a living, I try to combine all of this together, and if I have any free time, I like uh, to play games and work on games, which is what I presume uh, going to be uh, one of the main topics of today's interview.
0: <laughs> Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community
1: goodwill. Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is the
0: Eurofly fully accessible and detailed flight simulation program.
1: Today, Lucas, we'll be talking about the Eurofly flight simulator program that you've been working with and, and on. And this is something a little bit new for Nancy and myself. We're not particularly game players, so you'll have to walk us through this a little bit. Tell us what the Eurofly program is. Okay, so
2: the whole thing started out in 2016 in the summer, when the first uh, public version came out. But it took, I believe, another year until the first public version in English, because the program is originally created uh, in Slovakia by a solo programmer called uh, Stefan Kis, or Stefan, who originally started the whole thing just as a hobby project for his own fun, his own enjoyment and uh, as the name implies it's a flight simulator in audio only, so it's an audio game with uh, online elements where any flight the player takes uh, in the Eurofly is actually recorded on the server Uh, the player's score and ranking is uh, calculated based on how they perform in the flights and it's all about not only learning how to fly actual real world planes that are simulated as close to reality as possible with their physics and behaviors and everything uh, with all the differences between the different planes but it's also uh, supposed to be an interactive audio uh map of the of the world so we fly uh, real world airplanes on a, on a real world map even with a real world weather according to the location that we're currently flying above and landing on real-world airports. And now version 3 is about to come out near the end of this year. And uh, it's going to be even more realistic. Uh, It's going to have even more features. And basically, it's a whole new game, even though with with the same concept.
0: You called this a flight simulator. Does the person playing the game actually control the airplane?
2: Yes, uh, you actually play from the point of view of the pilot in the cockpit. You control all the systems of the, of the plane. We play as a pilot of the, of this fictional company, which is actually called Eurofly. So we fly for the Eurofly company. That's where the name of the game comes from. And before the company, before your superiors actually allow you to start making real world flights with that particular type of plane carrying passengers and uh, making scheduled flights, you have to go through extensive training with that particular given uh, kind of plane. So there's a lot of like missions we can accomplish. There's a lot of them for each type of plane. And the first kind of mission we always have to start up for every new plane is the training for that kind of plane because it, there's a, lot of, a whole lot of difference if you fly a small Cessna or something for like one or two passengers, versus an uh, in, in Airbus or a Boeing 747. You know. As with any simulators, if, if I can uh, add uh, to this, I would dare to say it can be quite complicated at the beginning, especially if it, this is like uh, the first uh, ever audio game that someone is going to encounter. So it can take a while and it can take a lot of patience at first, master the the core concepts and to master the controls but since it's a simulator that's the the main principle that it's based on that after you've spent this time to really get to know the, the that particular plane and after you've learned uh, its controls and how it works then the the real fun begins because you can take uh, virtual passengers on on uh, real world flights from, let's say, U.S. to Japan and back, et cetera, et cetera. But again, another thing, because it's a simulator, means that if you want to fly to, like, from, I don't know, from New York to Tokyo and back, uh, it's going to take as much time as it takes in the real world. And there's no pausing, because uh, there can be if the pilots, uh, if, like, one pilot flies to Tokyo and then another pilot takes over and flies the return path. But uh, obviously, if the plane is supposed to take, say, 12 hours in real life, then, yeah, you have to be lucky because you have to (laughs) actually have those 12 hours available in real life to fly the plane.
1: So you're not doing that flight in three minutes just because you have a PC?
2: Yeah, right. There's, There's no walking away from the cockpit to take a break because then... Well, you would have to leave the plane on autopilot, and then after you came back to the plane, you might be surprised to see where you've ended up in the meantime. Obviously, you can pause the game if, like, the door is ringing or someone is calling you, but you can't really like save the flight as though it was another any other game and come back to it like uh, tomorrow morning.
1: Well, that's handy. How many
0: different languages is Eurofly available in?
2: Uh, currently, a version 5 is available in like five or six uh, major languages. And I believe, uh, for, for instance, even Arabic is included. But the beauty of, the, of it all is that the translations are community-driven effort, like uh, all the other parts of the game's development. So anyone will actually be able to translate the game into their own language if they feel like it. Currently, we're only working on the translation to English for version 3 so far, but I'm sure that's going to change in the near future just as it was with version 2.
1: So when I think of flight simulators, I know a lot of sighted people are really involved in those and really enjoy them. And this sounds like an opportunity for people with visual impairments to actually run a flight simulator. And you mentioned that it was all in audio. Is Stefan the developer blind? Is that why he did this?
2: Yes, uh, he he's blind himself. I believe he was born blind as well. And uh, he he mentioned once um, in the Czech mailing list for the discussion of the game that his original impulse for creating the game was the lack uh, of such a such a similar in audio or uh, a comprehensive one. Yeah, there are uh, several blind uh, or low vision enthusiasts who are known for having played. Uh Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is actually the probably the most famous one uh mainstream uh flight simulator with more or less success well, I would say less because it's not yet really accessible to a totally blind player, but some people have been playing it, but uh Stefan was missing an a simulator that would be all in audio specifically like made for blind people wouldn't require a whole lot of technical know-how just to set up and just to get started. And it would be just uh, fun to play and learn how from the very beginnings to the very end to becoming a pro, how flying a plane works. Because even if some people play Microsoft Flight Simulator, it's still basically about... you. Can, the only thing you can do independently is pick your destination. Then you have to let the AI and all the automated systems of the plane fly itself for you and, and watch it, basically. And that's more or less the only thing you can do in Microsoft Flight Simulator.
0: So in the United States, we have a lot of lawyers, and I understand that it is actually illegal for a person whose vision isn't sufficiently good to get a pilot's license. But we did an episode in December or so, less than a year ago, where we interviewed a young woman who couldn't see and she was taught how to fly one of these little two-seater Cessnas. And she actually flew cross-country with her flight instructor in the passenger seat with many takeoffs and landings. And she said it was really exciting.
2: Yeah, I, I can I can believe that. I've also had a similar experience, uh, although just once, where I've been to a physical flight simulator or a you know, flight uh, training pod or how I would say that in English. Uh, And a real life pilot has been explaining the controls to me and we've uh, made uh, two flights and I've also enjoyed that immensely. I have to say I almost envy that lucky woman that I'm really glad for her. But yeah, uh, this has been one of the main reasons for Stefan to start creating Eurofly in the first place because he said like first, not Every single uh blind or low vision person who's possibly interested uh has had this kind of uh, luck uh, or fortune in in their lives to try flying a plane uh, hands on and second, even if they did uh what Stefan was uh, missing about that kind of experience was that he said okay so you you got the you get the feel you get the atmosphere, but you're basically still more or less." just doing what another person tells you to even if you know where all the controls are uh all, all the knobs are so you know where to reach and uh which one to press you're still just fulfilling someone else's instructions so what he's trying to accomplish with Eurofly is the the independence of the decision making process because uh an actual pilot has it's not so much about physically like pressing the buttons and knobs but about making the right decisions at the right time with the right information for the right reasons so uh you receive all the information that the plane systems give you and you perform your decisions based on that yeah and o- okay only then do you you know press some some buttons or uh, move some some uh, levers so that's the I would say the driving philosophy or the driving force behind Eurofly.
1: And what kind of decisions might you have to make during a flight? Give us some examples.
2: Okay, uh, even before takeoff, since you know where you'll be flying, you even have to take uh, the the right amount of fuel because if you take too little, obviously you it will not be enough uh, for the entirety of the flight, Uh, and if it's too much you may be too heavy, you may have a harder time taking off or maneuvering or landing because the plane will uh, react uh, slower. Then you have to master the parameters of the of every single plane, including the takeoff speed and landing speed. So you have to know, okay, so I'm starting at this uh, airport XYZ <laughs> where the runway, I know the runway is this long. I'm carrying... Uh, 500 passengers on board, which also changes the weight and the takeoff speed and the maneuverability of my plane. So I have to reach uh, the takeoff speed of, say, uh, 260 kilometers per hour. Within this time, then I I have to take off at this exact angle, which is pretty sharp. Then you have to pay attention to the weather, because if you're flying through a storm or through heavy rain, this can actually move Kind of your plane or, or put drag on your plane, uh, you have to pay attention to mountains or hillsides, especially when taking off and landing. So you have to take all of these things into account if you want to be able to take off and fly and land successfully.
0: <laughs> so that all sounds very complex. Have you ever crashed?
2: I'm actually, I'm wondering if I've ever not crashed. <laughs> <laughs> it is really complex indeed.
0: And what is your role on the team?
2: Actually, I've uh, because my, my main um, job on this project will be, along with a colleague of mine, will be to create the English translation because uh, Stefan obviously is like mm, uh, his mother tongue is uh, Slovak and it's his main language. So my main job will be uh, translating the game. And uh, I've only received a a working, a playable beta of version 3, which is this new one in the making, just a couple days ago. Uh, Obviously, I've played a lot of Eurofly 2 before, which is what is currently available, what's currently up for the public to download and try for free. Uh, yeah, this is another important thing to say. The game or well, the, the program, the simulator is and uh, has been and will remain uh, f- available for free. But the, this current upcoming version 3 is just has not just been published yet.
0: Besides converting the Czech or Slovak original version of the program into English, do you have other roles as well?
2: I will also be recording the uh, tutorials or instruction instructional recordings in English because there will be some text documentation naturally there will, there will be a list of all the keystrokes available in the in the program but for such a complex kind of app it's really important to have some interactive uh, or pre-recorded some audio materials to learn from <laughs>
1: You said the program was free, but I'm curious, you also mentioned having servers that record your trips. Is there some funding required at some point for this program to keep running?
2: Uh, Yeah, there are obviously server costs involved, but Stefan's uh, plan is, and he's not going to change that in the near future or in the coming years. His, His plan is never to put that burden or that responsibility on the players. He is accepting uh, donations entirely voluntary with no obligations, no hidden fees, no hidden trials where the game will stop working for you after a month or anything of that sort. Uh, So it's entirely up to everyone and it's entirely voluntary, but there should never be any required costs or funding or subscriptions just to be able to play the game.
1: My conception of a flight simulation program is that it's quite complex, and you talked about all the details of the physical aspects of the different planes. Did Stefan put this all together from scratch, or is this built on some other foundation program?
2: No. As far as I know, and as far as he's told me, he has indeed built the entire thing from scratch, Like obviously with with help uh, from several friends and volunteers who are as enthusiastic about the project as he is, but he's done a lot of research and studying and he's uh, watched uh, movies and read books. And he's talked to people who have had uh, previous experience flying in real life. He's watched a lot of uh, recordings of actual uh, radio communication between the pilots and the towers, but the whole project has been really put in, together uh, from scratch so that's why it's uh, taking such a relatively long time to build this new version considering the fact that for for version three he, he's actually rewritten redone the entire program from scratch with the, all the previous versions he was just uh, adding up to it and uh, building on the foundations that were already there but for this new version three He's uh, actually rewritten the entire program in a completely different programming language than what he was
1: using before. Impressive. Well, it sounds like that can be a lot of fun for people who might want to experience flying their own plane, even if they can't see.
2: Absolutely. I I hope so.
1: (laughs) Degree 4.
0: 32. 62.
1: 92. 113. 11. 10. Security zone.
0: Takeoff successful. Out of airport. Airport.
1: Well, now that we took off on our exciting flight pilot, let us know how we're doing.
0: You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success. Success.
2: Success. Success. Success.
0: Now for this week's final item, how to obtain Eurofly, how to create a user profile and track your progress, and how to contact the team that is making Eurofly possible, including today's guest.
1: Well, Lucas, if someone would like to fly their own plane and take advantage of some of these tools, how would they do that?
2: For now, unfortunately, as I said, there's only the a currently existing version 2 available. But the website is going to be the same even when uh, version 3 comes out. And that is uh, eurofly.stephankiss.sk That's E-U-R-O-F-L-Y dot S-T-E-F-A-N-K-I-S-S dot S-K all uh, spelled together. The website is already in English, obviously, and uh, it'll be also for uh, when version 3 comes out. For 2, you had to download everything that you wanted to have in the game manually. So you had to download all the individual tower voices, all the language packs. And for version 3, you will download just a small uh, standalone app called the Euroflight Launcher which will keep everything up to date uh, and download everything automatically for you when launched, including new versions, including uh, new Tower of Voices, new airports, new language packs. If you're interested, you just check the corresponding checkbox for all that in the launcher. It'll download the data that you requested into the game folder, and then it'll just launch it for you. So even this should be much easier for people to manage and to keep track of in uh, version 3.
1: And this does run on one's own personal computer, but logs the trip on your servers.
2: Yes, it does. You need to have a player profile created where you're uh, ranked and all your flights, all your scores Uh, On how you perform is uh, kept in the profile. You don't have to be logged into the profile all the time. It will be possible to play the game or just uh, take a free flight, even if you're not currently online. But eventually, when you do come back online, the game will uh, resynchronize everything that's happened in the meantime with the server profile.
0: So if somebody had a question or a comment, how would they reach the development team? For the time being,
2: I would uh, dare say, oh, this is also going to be one of my roles uh, in the project that I kind of forgot to mention. Uh, will be communicating with the English user base. Obviously, they can write to Stefan himself too at the email uh, stefan, S-T-E-F-A-N, at K-I-S-S, soft. So Stefan at s k That's three S, three Ss because his last name Kiss is spelled with a double S, uh, and his company is called Kiss Soft. Uh, so that's one way to contact him officially. Or people can also contact me because he may not be able to respond um, very quickly these days, or at least until. The English version has officially been released and has come out of beta. So the uh, way potentially interested listeners or users can reach me is uh, at uh, Lucas, L-U-K-A-S, at the number 4sensegaming.cz. So Lucas at 4 cz.
1: As usual, you can find all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode, which is episode 2340, at our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. That's it for today's show.
0: Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about what's new in accessibility features of the recently released ios 17 operating system for apple devices we'll speak with dean hudson who is himself blind and is also an accessibility evangelist with apple about all of these nifty new features
1: that you'll want to know about this is pete and nancy getting ready for our landing and we hope you'll join us for next week's episode